It's Your Health Radio, a special podcast series presented by Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Here's Melanie Cole. If you've been told you have cancer, it's devastating. And you want to make informed choices about your care with your doctor. And one question that you might have is about complementary and alternative medicine. My guest today is Dr. Nimit Sudan. He's a physician with UCLA Health who's on the medical staff at Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Dr. Sudan, what a pleasure to have you with us today, and this is such a great topic. So many people that are facing cancer treatments have questions about these different types of therapies that they read about. So first, let's start talking about what are some of the challenges that cancer patients face that alternative and complementary medicines can help with. Every day, patients come to my office and, you know, they, they want treatment for their cancer, but they want to know what they can do. So part of it is being in control, and then the other part is making sure everything that's possible can be done. Now, Western medicine, we have surgery, we have chemotherapy, radiation therapy, and other interventions, but there, there is a lot of other things that patients can look into to help. So one of the things that complementary and alternative medicine can really help with is symptoms. So things like fatigue, anxiety, pain, depression, insomnia, some very common symptoms that patients experience. So there are a lot of modalities available, and it's really nice to be in Southern California and Los Angeles where these are available. If you go to the Midwest or East Coast sometimes, it's very hard to find, you know, um, acupuncturists or, or Ayurvedic medicine practitioners uh, in the area. But we're very fortunate to be in Southern California where uh, these practitioners are, you know, readily available for patients. So one of the things, you know, when somebody gets that devastating diagnosis, their life is affected. Their quality of life is really affected, whether it's psychosocial or physical anger of why me? Why did this happen to me? Speak to us a little bit about how that is affected, you know, what they can look to. What are some of the treatment therapies that you like to recommend? So obviously, you know, getting a devastating um, diagnosis such as cancer really really does affect uh, a person in so many ways, not only the person, but their family as well. You know, I, I, I say that most people will go through the usual stages of grief as, you know, described by uh, different psychologists that people go through when, you know, their loved ones die. So, you know, there's anger, denial, etc. Eventually acceptance and, and then moving forward. So, you know, I, I think things like yoga, things like meditation, uh, massage therapy, and other therapies like music therapy, art therapy, and acupuncture uh, are very helpful in uh, helping patients with anxiety. Um, the other thing, for example, at UCLA, and I know at uh, Henry Mayo as well, uh, there are practitioners available that help with mindfulness. So we actually have a course in mindfulness where uh, patients, it's a six-week course where patients come in and uh, and learn how to uh, be better in touch, recognize their anxieties and their fears so they can better deal with it down the road. So there's a lot of modalities available uh, to help patients from from day one, day one of their diagnosis, and let's not forget support groups and and other uh, support uh, modalities that are available. And again, uh, Henry Mayo Hospital has a lot of these available 
you know, on campus, on site. Doctor, it's so important that patients feel that they're doing something more to help their own care. And I thank you for that last answer. But for the listeners, can you tell us the difference between complementary medicine, alternative medicine, naturopathic medicine? Because people don't know really what those all are and how they fit into now that we're combining Western medicine and Eastern medicine, and they're all kind of coming together for a more holistic care, aren't they? Yes, they are. And, and there's a lot of words that fly around like complementary medicine, alternative medicine, Eastern medicine, Western medicine. So um, so it's, it's good. Let's talk about some definitions. So your standard Western medicine is, again, like I mentioned, things like chemo, surgery, the medications that you get when you go to the doctor. Okay. Complementary means just that, complements Western medicine. So anything you use that adds on possibly uh, to Western medicine. Alternative is just that. It's an alternate to uh, Western medicine. So a lot of people will decline chemo and surgery and, and seek other treatments for their cancers. Now, you know, that, that leads us to another issue, another challenge, that unfortunately there are a lot of, um, how should I put it, false information out there that, uh, entice patients to uh, decline standard medicine and, and pursue alternative medicine. For most alternative medicine modalities, I counsel patients uh, very intensely against, you know, especially if I, th- if I think they're making a mistake, definitely, you know, I'll, I'll uh, counsel against because I think the best approach is complementary medicine, which is Use the best of both worlds, you know, use, use the, the Western medicine, um, and if you like, add on Eastern medicine like Ayurvedic medicine or acupuncture to help and augment the standard treatments that they're receiving. And, and that is the best case scenario for, for any patient uh, to, to really pursue both complementary and standard medicine. Well, as an exercise physiologist, I certainly hear that, Dr. Sudan. I, you know, I know that exercise can be such a good complement and help. Really, when you're going through some of these treatments, it can be difficult and limiting, but it can also really help you to feel better. Now, some of the things that we've been discussing are not always indicated. Natural doesn't always mean safe, correct? Tell us a little bit about some of the considerations you would like patients to think about that they might really want to discuss with their doctor that might have interactions with what they are doing. So that is a big issue, the word interaction. So, you know, you're right. Natural does not mean safe. If you really think about it, we have a lot of medications we use, um, you know, your doctor might prescribe that are from natural sources, such as even I use them, Taxol, chemotherapy, you know, it's a type of chemotherapy and there's other chemotherapies that um, were initially derived from plants um, or, or natural sources. And look what chemotherapy does to you, right? Nausea, hair loss, neuropathy, et cetera, et cetera. So, Natural does not always mean safe. That is a very important statement. And not only that, a lot of herbs and natural uh, medications can interact with regular medications. So, you know, uh, medications like ginseng uh, has been shown to interact with a lot of different chemotherapies and other medications you might take. So you have to be very careful uh, with the herbal supplements that you take. There is, uh, there are resources online, there are da- databases online uh, 
um, where you can look to see if your herbal supplements interacts with some of the medications that you're on. But the reality is we don't know a lot of the interactions because they just have not been studied. The other thing is anything you take at a high dose will have and can have significant side effects. So, for example, if you take a certain vitamin, okay, let's say vitamin D, let's say your vitamin D is low, you take vitamin D, it's great, your bones, you know, vitamin D is suggested for stronger bones. But if you take high doses for a long time, it can cause problems like high calcium, which can lead to kidney stones and other issues. So just because something is good at a normal standard dose doesn't mean it's a lot better at a much higher dose. It can be harmful. So there's things like interactions to worry about. Anything you put in your mouth can have side effects. So herbal supplements can also have side effects. I've had people who come in with nausea, you know, uh, altered kidney function, uh, altered liver, liver function because of supplements they've taken. So you have interactions, you have side effects. Um, so you, you, do, you do have to be very careful with what you take. The best thing to do is to be open and have a dialogue with your healthcare providers uh, and, 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 and talk to them about it. Say, you know, I am taking this. You know, do you have any um, known interactions to the medications you're prescribing? Um, and, and do you have any suggestions? You know, most, most physicians will be very open to talking to you about, um, you know, the complementary and herbal supplements that you might be on. Certainly true. Great information. As we wrap up, Dr. Sudan, tell the listeners what you'd like them to know, the take-home message from this really important and very interesting segment about the complementary and alternative approaches, things they can look to as adjuvant therapies to go along with their cancer treatment and why they should really discuss these with their physician. We've talked about the harmful side of things. Let's talk about the positive side of things. So you've actually mentioned you're an exercise therapist. So if you actually look at studies, if you look at data that's out there, exercise has been shown to reduce relapse uh, of cancers, has been shown to uh, help the standard treatments such as chemotherapy and, and radiation therapy uh, have a better outcome with exercise. So if you really look at studies, things like your weight, your exercise, your diet more plant-based, so you don't have to be vegetarian or vegan, but add more fruits and vegetables to your diet. Those interventions actually have studies, some studies have shown 20-30% improvement in cancer outcomes with exercise and following a good diet. Uh, finally, one of the very important things is controlling your blood sugars if you're a diabetic, okay? If you're a diabetic and your sugars are out of control, not only is there increased risk of cancer uh, per studies that have been done, but there's also decreased or worse outcomes with people getting treatment for cancers or people who are survivors, there's a worse outcome with relapse rates. So. If you're overweight, lose some weight. If you're a diabetic, make sure your sugars are under control. Make sure you eat a well-rounded diet and make sure you exercise. Now, exercise, you don't have to run a marathon, but be active 20, 30 minutes, mild to moderate exercise, 20, 30 minutes, four or five days a week. Those are interventions that have definitely shown to be a benefit that anybody can do. You don't have to go buy exercise, right? You can, you can go out for a walk every day. So um, there are a lot of interventions that are very helpful 
um, in, in your outcomes and will make you feel better. A lot of studies are being done. For example, CBD is really uh, in, in, in the news uh, these days, and there's a lot of studies, national studies that are being done on CBD and, and other alternative medicine. I am certified in acupuncture, although I don't practice it currently. Acupuncture has been shown to help with many, many symptoms during and after treatment of cancer. So seek out a good acupuncturist in your area. Uh, meditation, massage therapy, those are all uh, modalities that have been shown with studies to help, actually. It, there is actually currently... Uh, standard guidelines out there for treatment of breast cancer and what alternative and complementary medicines work and what kind of data, what kind of studies that have been done on it. So I would, I would uh, advise you to uh, look these up. Just put in, uh, you know, just, just search online for, for guidelines for alternative and complementary medicine for breast cancer. It's really eye-opening. But there are things out there that work that you can work with your physician or your healthcare provider uh, as, as complementary to your standard treatment. Wow, what a great segment and so important for people to hear. And I love that you listed them out at the end. You mentioned music therapy and yoga and relaxation, meditation. These are all wonderful ways to help with cancer treatments. Thank you so much, doctor, for joining us today. And that wraps up another episode of It's Your Health Radio with Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Head on over to our website at henrymayo.com for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. If you found this podcast as interesting as I did, please share. I'm sure you know somebody going through cancer treatments and for them to hear from the experts that they can try some of these therapies will really be uplifting and such a big help. And be sure not to miss all the other interesting podcasts in our library. Until next time, I'm Melanie Cole.